welcome back to the podcast. You got Super Booker T hyphen Earl. This is a race, but you better stay in the turtle's place. We got Money Q. Hey, what up, everybody? Everything I say is golden. And you got M Dodo. M Dodo for show, though. Welcome to the show. And we're standing in Indianapolis. And we're going off of West Washington. We're going to the meat shop. Hell yeah. Oh, that's right. So, yeah. Uh, part two of the party. Uh, I was about to say the, par- <laughs> the party was live. The party was turned up. Uh, Money Q was to the beat uh, for the most of the night. And he deserved to be to the beat. Yeah. Yeah, there it is <laughs> and it was one of those things that usually especially when we do karaoke so i'm gonna kind of open this up and lead into the ultimate indiana doe story but when we do karaoke you know and especially if it's an event you know like the birthdays money Q's gonna want you to sing on his birthday what what, what did he do so do he gonna want you to sing on his birthday so of course money came to the table but hey man when y'all gonna sing and of course we had jmo and fat kid there we know that those are givens. J-Mo and Fat Kid, these brothers got pipes so they can, you know what I'm saying, get behind the mic and do what they do. But Money Q was like, nah, all of us sing. And typically we have a handful of songs that we sing. You know what I'm saying? It's old school Temptations type shit. Maybe some Drew Hill sprinkled in there. Maybe some little Casey and JoJo, you know, type shit like that. So we get to a certain song that Money Q loves, a.k.a. Temptations. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Boom, boom. There it is. You already know. So, you know, that is that is the song. At least that's what we were thinking that night. So, so, so of course, it, the night is kind of, you know, wrapping up when it comes to the actual uh, party and the karaoke thing. And then, you know, we decided to sing this Temptation song. At least that's what I thought. I thought it too. I thought it too, right? All right. So, you know, cues behind the mic. We creep up behind them because, of course, we know Papa was a Rolling Stone is on now. You know what I'm saying? We know, hey, we about to, you know, because they got parts in there. Hey, mama. You know, you're popping them dealers like. And even the high notes. All three different parts, right? All, all three, three different parts. You got, you, got, you, got, you got all three different parts. And uh, so we get behind Q and, you know, we about to, hey, go ahead, it's on. So, of course, we were just the backup temptations that night. We did nothing but dancing because he didn't tag. We did. One of we us. did sing. We were just in the background because Money Q took all the verses. Hold on, man. Hold on. Dude, took, you can't blame this on me now. How not? Because when you, I was asking y'all to sing, each and every one of y'all, no, y- act y'all like, shut my down. I, I told you I wanted to sing David Ruffin. I wish it would rain. I was trying. I was trying I, to do I, it. We were supposed to sing a handful of yeah. songs that we never did. But but you guys act like you guys act like y'all didn't y'all weren't gonna sing. And I was like, what? Y'all sing it. We said we were singing. I don't remember that. You need to to remember that. No, I don't. Because we remember. Do you you remember? Of course I do. But if he don't remember it. If he don't remember. That's how Dean said. He says, remember. If if he don't remember, I don't care. Because we remembered it. Well, you know we did. Okay. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) I asked y'all niggas to sing. Y'all said no. We like, did not say no. All right. Well, it was a whole group of people out there. You could ask them later. It wasn't just y'all two. Oh, no. They, J-Mo's out there. Fat Kid was out there. Brittany was. And was no, he said they were a given. You just named everybody that was out there. 
nigga, I ain't talking about what y'all saying is a given. I'm saying I asked, mm-hmm. and y'all said no. Whether no, y'all was joking, we didn't say no. Okay. Anyway, now we both so, agreeing again. Who got you? So when I get up <laughs> on stage to do the song, what did you say you did? Creep behind me. Oh, dude. Okay, what's the video? So how am I supposed to know that you're No, not actually creeping, but we actually we walked just, up there with you. We walked behind you, and, and then we, we, when there. you got the mic, you turned around and we walked behind you. Continue, whatever. Just saying, hey man, it's your song. I get it. It's on video, but don't sit there and act like we wasn't gonna sing. Well, I don't think y'all was, and I think y'all. We actually right sang. Okay, all right. We're remember- actually in the video singing. You can hear us in the background. Well, then what you complaining for then? Because we didn't get no No, what you complaining for? <laughs> he is complaining. He said, I thought we was going to do this. He did all three parts. Dude, because about? typically we don't. Don't act like you just get up there and do all three parts all the time. Y'all didn't back me up. We were behind you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, this is some bullshit. We were physically behind you. <laughs> we went there bullshit. in spirit. I know we were there in spirit, buddy. Well, I didn't hear. I was in my zone. Yeah, I you were hear. definitely in I didn't your hear, zone. I didn't hear anything. You, you didn't even look back. We were definitely back up because you didn't even look back at us. You was like, man, fuck these niggas. Because what's crazy? Jack of all trades. When I did that Tell part. Tell me that was in Papa Joe's early grade. Papa Joe to pay the bills. You did it all. And when yeah, I you did took that, all the parts. And while I was doing it, I was thinking to myself, man, I really wish my friends was up oh, here. Oh, man, I actually reached. I literally. I, I, look, I actually reached for the mic and you, and you, you slapped it, my you, hand. Yeah, you went away you took the mic away from the both of us <laughs> i think you're making this up you just that no part, no that part i'm making yeah, up. Yeah, like, like, no, that, that, hey that part of you just like no this is mine uh that, that would have been like birthday petty yeah that yeah that would have right been some that. real petty right ah, there that was classic but that that did happen that was funny <laughs> i mean I, I, I did do all the parts though. you did all the parts man you did the bass you, you really did nothing alto you was just <laughs> Hey, mama, you did it all. Yeah, you know? is it true what they say that? Yeah. And then you, you hey, mama, hey, mama. Hey, mama. Hey, listen, and in, my, and in my head, nigga, I was jamming. Hey, you were like, jamming. In my head, I, I was like, hell yeah, I'm hitting all this. Shit. I was like, you, you got it, man. This motherfucker got it. I guess our song ain't gonna get sung. Yeah, I was like, I'm good. Uh, so that classic moment, uh, one moment when we were. Uh, outside and this is the the prequel to indiana though which i should have i should have been aware i was aware but unaware which is like a fucking raptor in the bushes type shit so we sitting in front of the spot and uh one one of the one of the can folk she get to the beat you know do oh, look. we shouting that brit 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 can folk my ass. brit brit acted a motherfucker brit brit hey look brit look. brit <laughs> was hey, to look, the beat to the beat which is it's okay you around your family let me uh i just want to real quick now you now you know elo and crazy ass taz was also to the beat but because they loved me so much that night they decided to remove them because they was like we getting too drunk we're gonna leave because they know they uh, knew, they knew what would happen time. yeah Brit Brit did not continue. Oh, so, <laughs> so somehow she ended up staying. So we're sitting. Somehow you ended up staying. I know this is this is all con- concoction of just a, a terrible drink right here. So uh, we're sitting out in front of the spot. Brit Brit's to the beat. I think it's like a white SUV, and she's like laying next to it. Yeah, on you the know? ground. And it was like, oh shit, she's all right though. But she's around family. She's all right. Oh, no, you know what it, I'm saying? It's like I don't even know how. I think she got like super spider ears because I don't know how she heard us being concerned about her. And she did like this. What are you doing right now? She just waved. Okay. 
the people on the thing couldn't. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, she yeah, was oh, laying yeah, on so the ground. Right. Yeah. She was laying on the ground. And we were like, hey, let's go check on her. She was like, mm-mm. I'm good. I get it, but when you every time you keep doing that, the people who are listening to us can't see yeah, you. Yeah, they can't see you. Wave we were hand, about yeah. we we're about twenty feet away from her. I don't know how she heard us because we were whispering. <laughs> 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 Nigga, okay. if you wave your hand one more time, uh, no, I didn't. No. no, no, no. So you know that was happening, and of course, hey, I was. You know, I'm getting to the beat myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we're drinking whiskey. We're drinking tequila. We're drinking cognac. And I probably had a beer on top of that. Oh, no. So, you definitely went out to your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I went out to his car yeah, and, and brought it back in. I, I, I'm like, where'd you get that beer at? He's like, oh, man, I was prepared. Oh, well, I had the backup beer. Yeah, because, I, you know, my family, we we liquor. I know. So I was yeah. like, oh, I got a backup beer. Let me bring it in. And it was still cold. It was. Um. So uh, on top of all that, I'm feeling great. But everybody's about to, you know, everybody's getting ready to leave type shit. You know what I'm saying? We're packing up. Our, our deadline happened there. Super Booker T, you ends up leaving, what, around? 1130s. 1130-ish. Me and Molly Malls. Yes, and I was sitting there like, man, I probably head over to your crib because I already knew I was going to get liquored up, so I wanted to be close to somewhere where I can go lay my head. Why not at Super Booker T's? So I ended up staying for a minute, and uh, a lot of us are still out in the parking lot. It's me, <laughs> me, D-Shot, uh, I think your cousin Kanisha, maybe Tasha, we're, we're like in a, in a group. And uh, I was just sitting there talking, laughing and shit. And all of a sudden, like right in between these cars, man, I see like right behind D-Shot, somebody, <laughs> somebody beelining toward me, like right behind D-Shot, beelining toward our direction. So I'm like, hmm, what's going on? And D-Shot like casually kind of looks over his shoulder and moves out the way. Two steps back. Two steps back. And so I'm like, hey. And then all of a sudden, M. Dodo caught a two-piece. Bloop, bloop. Just like that. Mm. Brit, Brit. Oh, glasses fell off. I, you know, the shit happened so fast. I thought I was trying to help her. For, like I thought she was falling or something. The way that she came toward me. <laughs> and here's the deal. The, as drunk as she was, she probably was. She probably was stumbling towards you. And so I'm like, oh, shit. But instead of me like trying to grab her and support her up, she gave me a two-piece with a biscuit. Yeah, she don't, like, <laughs> she, don't, she don't like when people touch her when she drunk. And like I said, it happened so fast. And and I think I, I thank God she was probably drunk because it felt so light. I didn't know I even got hit unless you were that fast, like some Floyd Mayweather shit where you done dinged me a couple of times. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> I didn't realize my glasses fell off my face. I it was like, damn, she just hit you? I was like, did she? You know, it was one of those moments. Like, I, I didn't know. I was like, did she just hit me? I did not know. But she beeline between some cars seen me and piece me up mono got that work nigga pretty brit brit lays it down god damn yeah i got i got pieced up and i didn't even know why it was now, one of those moments apologies like i i mean i can't apologize for another person actually oh, but you know mondo you yes, know my, yeah. you know how it is i know you know the fam hey man look it was worth it every minute of it i i like i was gonna stay until about uh, about 10 and then i was like i'm not going nowhere People keep showing up. Maul didn't show up till 10, 10, 15. Yeah, yeah. We ended it kind of early. Like, at 2.11, uh, it, it was good. It had its benefits and its negatives. Like, so, because it ended at 11, it was like, there was plenty of time to still do stuff. Yeah, Like, to yeah. me, it was like, people are coming. So, like, if afterwards, she wanted it to be enough time in case people wanted to go out to the bars or mm -hmm. go out afterwards. So, yeah. it's like, oh, that's cool. But, at the same time, you got people like, the, you know, the night, the late, the laters. Yeah. D-Shot. Mall, yeah. Uh, Mo's, Demos, Demos was about to shoot that. Yeah, you know, it was over at eleven. So. Yeah. 
It had been, I actually, you know, maybe 12. Like, I, I kind of like the fact. It was like, all right, we ended at 12. We still got about three hours to hang out. You know, out in the out in the city, if we need to. Right. Well, on. I mean, since we in the adventures of Indiana Doe, I do have to complete his story. Oh, oh, yeah, the the end, part. <laughs> yeah, the, the end game of uh, Indiana Doe. This is this the end game. Y'all better be ready. This the end game. Well, well, let me go ahead and start this part then. So, of course, I'm to the beat. Like I said, I didn't got two pieced up by Brit Brit. Bing Bing. You know, bing, bing. Dude. Like I said, her, hands were, her hands were so fast and light at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It, I was, I, like, I didn't know what happened. I think Kadisha picked up my you glasses. You keep talking shit, and yeah. she going to hit you again and try to actually show you that I like. He keep trying to act like he tough and like, hey, yeah. that shit didn't hurt. No, hey, no, no. Like, that shit didn't happen. Brittany going to see that motherfucker. Like, hey, you had to be there to like, like really, because I, I was, was really. There. I was there. Why, well, you didn't like see it. See, I was no, like. I didn't see, I didn't see the connect. Yeah, I wasn't there. I heard the like, glasses. I was, like, I was confused, and I didn't know what happened. I was like, what just happened? I thought. She maybe fell just knocked the glass off. So but, my, I was yeah. sitting, in the, I was right next to you. So my point of view, I heard the glasses hit the ground, uh-huh. and so and I saw Kanisha bending. It was Kanisha. Yeah, she was bending down to pick them up, and so I was just thinking, like, is this nigga that drunk that? But then I heard somebody say, did she just hit him? And I saw Britney walk, and I was like, "Well, wait a minute. Did, Brit- <laughs> did Britney just hit Mondo? Piece and then, me up. Yeah. So I didn't get to. I wish I would have saw it. But I like I said, it was like. Oh, this, I, oh, I wish I could have saw it. I don't want to come back and like really be like motherfucking Rocky training and try to knock my ass out. I was happy. I was happy that it was like maybe stumble punch punch. You know, it was like, hey, I'm good with this. Um, but I'm to the beat. So you know, I'm like, oh man, I know I ain't driving. Uh, so uh, T calls me, and then uh, T, what was I like? Okay, so me and Miles, and we had, we had talked to you too, and I was like, "Hey, you can have an after party in my crib. Like, let's go to the crib." So me and Miles gets to the crib about eleven forty five, and about twelve thirty turns around. I'm like, "Why ain't Mondo here?" Let me call and check up on my boy. So I calls him, and this is what he says. Now he's ten minutes from my house, if that. Oh man, I ain't gonna be able to make it, man. I'm, I think I'm just gonna call me an Uber. What'd you say? What, what, what did you say? I'm gonna call me an Uber. <laughs> Uber. I said, okay, Mondo, <laughs> do not leave that parking lot. I am on my way to come get you. Oh, uh, the plan so, was no, I wasn't leaving. I already knew in my mind it, that was not happening. I was not going anywhere. I would have slept in my car. I was not driving. Nigga, it was 50 people. Oh no! Yeah, I understood. I'm just saying, but yeah, yeah. regardless, I wasn't gonna be behind my own. He had already oh, yeah. said yeah. he had already said most of the night that he was coming back to my house and staying the night. He knew he wasn't driving home. Right. He already knew that. It was pretty responsible drinking, guys. He already knew that. So I was like, okay. So when me and Maul get ready to leave, I'm like, hey, Mdo, we about to go. It's 11:30. Like it ends at 11. Like I know it'll probably go another, you know, half hour, or whatever. But I, like it's time. To get, I'm 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 ready. So Mdo's like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna chill. The funny like, part is though, when you were pulling off, I was standing next to D Shot, and I, I said this to him: I probably should have rode with T right there. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I if I would have rode with you, you wouldn't have got peace. I, I wouldn't have got the two piece, and, and, and I wouldn't have been like drunk in the parking lot like I was. So it was like when you think about everything that happened, and then I literally looked at D Shot, was like, yeah, I probably should have rode with T at that moment. Yeah, classic. I mean, uh, who want to end the party early? Fuck it. I no. mean, I wasn't trying to end the party early. I was trying to keep the party like to a place where everybody didn't have to go nowhere else. Mm-hmm. If I could have got y'all back to my house, ain't nobody got to leave. We got a big enough house. Everybody could have slept. You know what I'm saying? So I call I call Mondo. I'm like, hey, uh, M. Dodo, you all right? Yeah, man. I'm trying to get Uber. I'm like, oh, man, I'm coming to get you. 
So by the time I get back up there, that's when he got pieced up. Okay. <laughs> well, a little bit after, yeah, it was probably about about fifteen minutes after, yeah. Yeah, like he got pieced up, and then I, sh- I like because I literally called him, and, I, and then I came up there, and on the way home, he told me about it. And you know, it don't take me very long to get from there to there. Right. So right I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. So I get him back to the crib. Now he is lit. Let me tell you, lit. I get him to the crib. I'm like, M Dodo, I know you ate earlier, but that was a couple hours ago. You want something to eat? Man, I just got to use your bathroom. Why you stay in the bathroom for like damn near 20 minutes? That was <laughs> Mondo, That was like the longest piss. That's kind of what he does. But that was like the longest piss ever, too. I ain't going to lie. It was like, man, it was like my, my bladder was so full. I didn't understand. I was like, why is it so much? That's probably why I was still fucked up. Did you go to the bathroom at the smell? No, because somebody fucked it up. Oh, I know. We what, talked I know. about yeah. that. <laughs> yes, BJ. So, so the only thing I have is before we end the adventures of Doe, like, do we have a follow up? Do we have a, a, an interview with Brent? Brent? Do we have any kind of uh, documentation? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. You got witnesses. Oh yeah. I uh, people see day, me get pieced up. The day after, I was at my mom's crib and she came up. She didn't remember shit. She remember any of it, but now keep in mind, Brit Brit pieced up Mondo. She tried to fight every fucking body. Yeah, I, I she started literally. with my mama, which that yeah 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 that yeah that look on your face, no bueno. Yeah, uh, my sister Tasha, who no, she she's like the oldest of my mama kids. She put the whole thing together. Her and my wife, nah, bitch, like you picking the wrong motherfuckers right now. You know what I'm saying? So she picked me. <laughs> she picked mine though, and those bro. are the adventures of indiana yeah no. that's how i go and this is why i don't go out too much yeah! go next to the meat shop yeah oh. you go out once a week i know right yeah. at least she picked the softest one in the party hey man like if you would have seen it man like i i swear she beeline between these cars my guy moved out the way I thought she was stumbling, and I caught a two-piece. That's how it goes. Love <laughs> that chicken from Popeyes. Like, I'd have been mad if I would have woke up in the morning and I had a black eye or something. I'd have been shitty then, but, you know, I woke up and was like, oh. Well, the crazy part is, got you home, I gave you a bag of chips and something to drink, some water, and literally he fell asleep with the chip with his hand in the bag of chips like this. He uh, and the chips was on the table, so it was extended. Well, I, I, I moved them. No, because you had them. You had them on the couch with you. I moved them, put them on on the table, so then you had to reach and get them, so you wouldn't ah. spill them all over the place. Well, they were delicious. Yes. Then we got up the next morning, and I had to make him some smoked sausage and eggs. And that's where that Dean's Daddy Diner mm. thing he was talking about. Dean's that's Diner like, Daddy. Whatever it is. I need, tri- you, I need tri- to that Triple shit D's. Right. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Giggity. Giggity goo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead, uh, T, let's cruise into the yo G-Rise section. Oh, Matt Damon. He's a man of mystery. It's hyphen Erdo. Yes. Super fucking T up in this motherfucker! <laughs> paging hyphen Erdl, paging hyphen Erdl. Oh, yes, this is hyphen Erdl. Is that what we do, BJ? Is that what we do in his, 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 his intro music, as you mentioned last week when we didn't do it? 
Yes. What's it going to be about me for? <laughs> <laughs> you want to catch another two-piece? Oh. Steph's, oh. Steph's on her way home. Oh. 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 I, don't mind getting, <laughs> oh. I don't mind getting beat by women. <laughs> I guess not. Put on boom. Steph, Steph. Steph, Steph. <laughs> You're like the black Tom Arnold. Oh, damn. <laughs> Did Rosa used to whoop his ass? Yeah. Damn. Tore his ass up. I guess I'm similar. No, no. <laughs> All right, for the G Raj, what we gonna talk about? We gonna talk about payments. You know, you want to know why we gonna talk about payments? Cause if I gotta do the work, you gotta pay the you gotta pay the payment. And it's just like that, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, a shirt, a car, your body, a house. So payments. Are now, we if, about, are we talking about at the shop payments or at, or at your? Uh, we're talking both. Okay. Um, first of all, like okay, if you take your car to a shop. Not tease G-Rods, to the shop. If you take it to the G-Rods, what's going to end up happening is to get a diagnostic fee, that's just where they take your car, they look at it, they find out what's wrong with it, mm-hmm. and then they tell you. That's about $125, $130 an hour. Just to look at the car? Yes. How long? How many hours does it take to look at the car? Um, they say it takes an hour. That's okay. what that's what they pay out. So, like in flat rate, you have to understand that. Okay, if you tell me it takes me an hour or hour and a half to do something, if I, if it takes me three hours, it still pay, only pays the hour, hour and a half. Mm. But what they charge you just to look at your car is over a hundred dollars nowadays. Anywhere, like I said, from like hundred ninety eight hundred dollars to about a hundred and twenty. Okay, just to just to diagnose your car. Mm-hmm. So, it's like when I go to people's place, so here's the G-Rodge part. When I go to people, like, let's just say I drive over to your crib. I look at your car. I'm like, hey, just pay me gas money. Now, you, you. You see what I'm saying? So, it's like, hey, you already know I'm going to charge a little bit of money just to get it looked at to figure out what we need to do to get your car back on the road. So, are you saying at T's G-Rodge, you'll do a diagnostic check for gas money? No. Okay, okay. I'm just making an example. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm just making an example. We talking about pay here. So, I'm saying, it like, different cars have to be diagnosed different ways. You know, I can't, I, like, if you had the exact same car as me, I would charge you what I think the job is worth. That's the labor hours. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about, the pay. So, at my job, let's just, again, if they say, hey, you know what, Terrell, that job takes an hour and a half. If it takes me three hours, they're still going to pay me the hour and a half. Right, flat rate. You see, yeah. Quit so explaining it. Well, I'm trying to explain it because when the diagnostic part comes in, that's where people kind of go crazy when it comes to pay. Mm-hmm. If I come to your house and I look at your car and I say, hey, you know what, for my diagnostic fee, for me to bring my tools... What what if you're leaking brake fluid and you don't have the fluid? Now I have to provide that. Do you see what I'm saying? I do, but it, but now you're talking about working on the car, not diagnostic. I'm just curious, well, I, what do no, you charge but, for diagnostic? But, but the di- no, I'm not going to put that number out there. I'm telling you, it's different for different cars. Is what I'm okay. trying to explain. Okay, okay, I got you. So let's just say I came to your house and it was a check engine light. All I all I need is my check engine tool. Plug it up. Tell you what's wrong with it. Right. That's one way. Another way is, what if you don't have brakes? And I hit your brakes, and you don't have brakes, so we need brake fluid. Did you buy brake fluid? No, you didn't. So I brought it because you said something about your brakes. So now I have to replenish that fluid. You see what I'm saying? 
Kind of, yeah. Because, like, I have to pour it in there so I can find out what line is broken or what's going on with the car. Mm -hmm. So the diagnosis is different. That's why I'm talking about pay. Because it's different. I might have to jack your car up. I might have to take your tire off just to find out what's wrong with your car. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's a situation of you cannot put yourself in a position to say, oh, well, man, that costs too much. Well, I tell you what you're going to do, because here's the G-Rodge part, and it gets a little petty. If you think I'm going to charge you too much money to work on your car, you must not know hyphen You can go ahead and call whoever you need to call, because guess who you're going to call back? The G-Rodge. That's all there is to it. Like, the payment system, people try to negotiate that with me so much that I have to say, you know what? If you're not willing to put your money... Now, when you say the payment system, are you saying the amount that, that they want to pay, or are you saying how they pay you? No, the amount they want to pay. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to pay less and less and less. Right. right, so, right. We're, so, I mean, you answered your own question without even asking me that. And don't anybody... Oh, well, I'll charge well, you... Well, let, let's just say I charge you um, $160 to do your brakes on your entire car. Hold on, man. I did not ask <laughs> answer my own question. My question was, are we talking about the method of payment... Or how much they pay. Oh, no. The method of payment is I want my money and I want it when I get done with your car. Okay. You know, I don't care so you what do, you, you do. You don't, so you don't do, don't do payments. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're saying, saying. like, no. you're, listen, though, you're using the, the phrase payment system, but you're saying you don't accept and like it has to be one. Yeah, one, one, payment. one payment, one time. No, um, no installments. No installments. Okay. Hey, that makes sense. I'm with you. That makes I, sense. If you don't have the money, <laughs> the day I fix your car, I keep your keys. Because I can literally put a mechanics lien on your car. Okay. You will pay me today. Right, but, all, and, and I, but all of this has worked out before you start working on the car anyway, right? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That, but, yeah. That, but that's my point, though. That's the diagnostic part of the payment is that, that that's what I'm talking about. Okay. So once I diagnose your car, I'll tell you what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it, how I'm going to fix it, when I can fix it, and how much I'm going to charge. If you don't have all that together... That's on you. So it's like the payment system. I mean, that's how is, it is at the shop. Yeah. yeah. It, but, but that's just it. It's cheaper for me to do it. Right. So come to the G Garage. Yeah. Hey, absolutely, everybody. Hey, I mean, <laughs> I, I, like, like I said, I I support the G Garage uh, uh, business. So uh, other than that tune up, which was that, what, out of 20 years, that's not bad at all. Yeah. If I got 99 out of 100, you know. Yeah. The shit. Like, you 99% out of. Listen, go to the G-Rush. Like, you know, the G-Rush. Yeah, there's no problem with that. So. Mm. Yeah. He's a man of mystery. Uh, uh. Ain't, it, ain't it crazy that, that there actually are, I mean, what I would consider night rider cars nowadays? I mean, hey, they, hey, they still got the DeLorean driving around out there too. Ain't that shit crazy? Nah, it ain't crazy. Like the, like I love the it. technology in it is, is like night riderish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Okay, well, T, you know what you brought up. Uh, so in the G Rise, you were talking about, uh, you know, the payments and making sure, you know, talking about the money, right? Yes, sir. I want to go into uh, Money Q Central. Let's do a Money Q Central. Money, 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 money. Central. Hey, what up, everybody? What's good? We back. <laughs> this is that section where we like to do the money talk. 
to find out how to make the money walk, right? Saving money is a mindset. Make sure you got to change your habits. You got to change the things you do. You got to change your savings, uh, uh, ambitions in order to get uh, different things. If you want want different things, you got to do different things, right? Uh, So, T, actually, since you made me want to do the Money Cube Central just now because you were talking about payments and, you know, hey, this much costs this much if you go to the shop. I'll charge you this much. Uh, shopping might charge you a flat fee. I'll charge you an actual fee of what it, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I want to talk about due diligence, guys. Due diligence. Due diligence. Um, with everything, like you always do research uh, before you decide to make any kind of i mean i would say do it before you try to make any kind of decision but you know that becomes encumbersome when you're like should i get a green down later or a purple one you ain't gotta do research on that but if you're thinking about well should i buy a pack of now laters from here or a pack of now laters from there well guess what which one's cheaper like which one's cheaper which one's easier to get to which one costs you less traveling time to get there like do due diligence y'all due diligence if you properly uh, research uh, choices that you are thinking about making uh, the likelihood of you making the wrong choice is, is reduced drastically hmm. okay okay can I can I can I chime in yeah absolutely. okay so no he's talking about the you know 40 buck and at 40 and stuff like that you know but I thought that I did and and, and this is crazy that you brought up that word due diligence I thought that it was costing me more to drive way out there and go through all that when I'm going to deal with it from any job. And I just, I, I, I tried to say to myself that I could save myself so much more money, gas, oil changes. Oh, you're talking, you're talking about when you just decided to switch, yes. switch jobs. Yes. Okay. Yes. So it goes exactly with what you're saying. Yeah. And like it, it, it saves me gas. It saves me <clears throat> tune ups. It saves me time. It saves me money. So you did your due diligence to find another job. Yes, is what I'm saying. Absolutely. Sometimes you got to make those choices. And that's so, so again, at the beginning, when I say it's a mindset, you got to change. Like that due diligence is part of that, that, that mindset change. Like, okay, I'm comfortable here. I could do this. I could chill here. And, but that's not getting you the extra funds you want. That's mm-hmm. not getting you uh, that freedom to be able to move the way you want to move. Well, all right. Like you said, well, shit, I'm spending $70 in in the SUV, and I don't even got a truck. Well, shit, if I drive closer to home, now I'm only spending $30 or $35. It doesn't split down 50%. Bro, it it actually went down to like $10. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, well, like whatever those numbers are. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like, that is saved. Like, that right there is money saved. Uh, The time that it takes for you to get up, get ready for work. Like, some people, that time doesn't matter. Some people utilize that time. Hey, if I wasn't driving to work for 30 minutes, I would be looking up stocks for 10 of those 30 minutes, you know, doing my research, getting an idea. So due diligence, that, that is that is uh, one of the big keys um, in, in, in changing your mindset. Excellent. How about to say, you know, what makes it crazy is I was um, uh, it's a certain YouTuber that I listened to his stories or what have not. And he had an interesting story about a young man who joined Robin Hood when the coronavirus hit. And he had really gotten to the stocks and trading, but they had a certain area where it was different types of stocks and trading where people can like sell you certain things or you can buy their certain things. And then you are penalized for 
like the like market going down. Uh-huh. And so he didn't do his due diligence of learning this part of the trading game. And he had joined this part where they probably shouldn't have let him join. And one morning he woke up and he was he, he only had a couple of grand, but then Robinhood sent him something saying you owe seven hundred thousand dollars because of of him joining this thing, you know, not doing his due diligence when it comes to the trade market mm-hmm. um, and being pretty much bamboozled by somebody to buy something. And then he ended up owing the debt and uh, that young man killed himself. And see, that's why I don't get too deep into stocks on here because mm-hmm. I, I have not done enough due diligence, I feel, to give people that type of advice. Right. But yeah, like those are, the, that's why I say, guys, especially when you're talking about giving someone actual money, like whether it's greenbacks, whether it's swiping your car, whether it's giving them the routing number to your bank, like that is giving them that money. Mm-hmm. And before you do that, like you need to make sure because. If it was easy to multiply your money, like if it was a guarantee, there'd be so many more rich people out there. And it sounds like you're talking about options. Yeah, like he probably got into option trading mm-hmm. and didn't know didn't know the ins and outs. Yeah, because if you do that wrong, you absolutely could end up owing seven hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars on. Yeah, so and then I did due diligence. I uh, I needed um, where we were working on something. So I need some money. So I went through like, well, if I take it out of my 401k, if I take it out of this, look at all the penalties. Actually, where uh, I work at, I actually, they have they had something and then I did it. <laughs> they did it with no interest. Really? Oh, wow. 401k? No, 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 no. I was able to borrow. Oh, oh, nice. Instead of, instead of doing a personal loan or doing something else and having to pay interest, it's just what I needed, interest free. Nice. So sometimes you can see if your company can do something like that because if you borrow against your four hundred one k, you got to pay the taxes up front, mm-hmm. right? And it's brutal. Yeah. And then if you, you know, you're if you get well, a, you don't have to. You should. We you do. Could, we did. Choose. Yeah, you could. Yeah, choose. we did that up front. And and and, and uh, I don't. I just want to say to my black people out there, I, I know that whenever you get the option, like they'd be like, "Hey, we can give you ten thousand dollars now." You just pay the taxes later when tax time come up, mm-hmm. or we could pay you eighty five hundred dollars now and take the taxes out now. Guys, let them take the taxes Ta- out yep. now. Let them take. Because then you get your taxes done, you get angry. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. You, you owe five grand. Like, <laughs> Why well, over? Yeah. So I didn't mean to cut you off for nothing, BJ. But yeah. So I, I went around five or six ways to, to do it, and I was like, "What's going to cost me the most money to get it? Not the most money that I need, but what's going to cost me the most in order to get it?" Mm-hmm. And then they, and then I was just like, I just called and said, "Hey, uh, I know you guys have this program you can do. This is what I need. What do I have to do?" They're like, "Hey, just just pay back out of your check." I feel like our company. I know when we first got bought out, they did that. They mm-hmm. was like, because when they were switching payrolls, so they was like, "Hey, if anyone, if this change affects anyone, hey, if you need a loan or you know, and no interest loan, just let us know." And I think they were paying either a half, either up to a half or a full paycheck. And then, and then the other thing was it just lets me know I'm valued. You're right. And he's like, no, no, just just do it this way. We'll 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 do it. He, and I was like, well, I have other options. Like, no, no, just that way you don't pay no interest, no nothing. We'll get you taken care of. Nice. Well, I mean, my job did a good due diligence thing. You know, like I started and they didn't have the parts guy there for the first week. That's just my third week starting tomorrow. But um, he was like, hey man, I'm gonna pay you forty hours. Did I tell you all this? Yes. I was so, I felt like they cared about me. 
So I feel like they did they due diligence to say, hey, look, I know it was a rough week. You just started. You learning. You getting a learning curve of how we do it. But we're going to go ahead and pay you. Boy, when, they, when they have that meeting, though. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you put that in the suggestion box? <laughs> did you? Morning meetings. Listen, the moment this nigga say meeting, it's start over. the countdown. Yeah. Ten. Nine. <laughs> I, asked yeah. For a, I asked for a meeting. <laughs> but yeah, that that is the money you sent. Due diligence, guys. Do your due diligence uh, in everything. And, and like I said, man, hopefully that, that'll help uh, reduce the, the likelihood of bad choices. Yeah. Money, 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 money. Q Central. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Moving along. What we got? We got enough. We got enough time for a smoke break section. I'm gonna say yes to that. You know, yes to that. Yes okay. to that. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, come on, T. Fire this up. Mm, mm, mm. Good times. Good old smoke break. So I was thinking, toss up, toss up. Uh, we were going to do asking for assistance. Yes. Or, or assistance. We are going to talk about uh, asking assistance, giving assistance. Uh, <laughs> and if you guys are comfortable with it, do you do it a lot? All that good stuff. Asking for help. But when we were talking about uh, Michael Williams earlier and I kind of uh, mental health also kind of kind of made me, uh, you know, but I don't want to get gloomy. So what do you guys think? What do you think? Asking for assistance or or, or mental health and, and, and making sure we take care of ourselves. To, I think both can be, okay. you know, like. Actually, you're right. Yeah, both can be different. I mean, well, they both can be the same pretty much, you know. Because once you identify if you have a mental health issue, like like some people are actually scared to go get assistance. Yeah. Some people don't know how. Yeah. You know. All right. I'm just going to put it out there. Y'all know I went to school psychology. Now, I know that both of y'all are right, and I agree with both of y'all 100%, but I also agree with y'all in one way y'all don't understand how often y'all see me ask for help. I am one of those people. You see what I'm saying? So let's keep it real if we're going to go there. Like, that, I don't, that's, that's everybody in this room, actually. I don't ask for help at all. That's literally every, well, besides BJ, and BJ's one of them, he's too. He's not here. Yeah, I know. That's the funny part. <laughs> I, I looked and was like, oh, he's, he's, my, he's finger, not in here. my finger point. My finger point. I know, he's gone. And nobody. I know, <laughs> this, this seat was empty. But I think we, uh, you know, all in this room, we, we kind of suffer from that. You know what I'm saying? To the point to where. Um, I don't think it's a suffer thing, though. It's just how you look at stuff. Like, we don't ask people for stuff because we try to take care of it ourselves like men and i think that that's not a disorder i think that's a facade though i i do i was i was gonna like that phrase you said like men like that men help each other out all the time well i think that when it comes down to it we're i'm not talking about men helping out men i'm talking about men helping their families i'm talking about in general of help you know i'm saying what we're talking about mental health you know what I'm saying? Or mental, you know, mental help when it comes to, to mental health. Um, that That's different. It's not like you just going out and just bagging groceries for your family, shit like that. That's you being there. Well, like, um, I mean, my, my daughter asked me one time, she said, Daddy, why do you give people 
on the side of the road money. I said, because they might need help too. Like the 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 most perfect one I ever seen was over there off of 30th and uh <laughs> 70. He had a sign that said, Voila, I need a drink. Well, you know what? Here, I got a couple dollars. I know I'm making money. You ain't got nowhere to stay, or maybe you do. Maybe you're tricking me. But uh, what I'm saying to you is that's not that's not what I'm saying. You know, those, no, I'm not trying to say what you're saying. I was just saying how I feel. Yeah, because but but that's not the help I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the help of you got some change in your pocket. Hey, you know, I see you struggling. I'm talking about the help of what you go through psychological that assistance. people don't know. Yeah, this is psychological. Not not with the person on the street. We talking about the you individually and so you got physical assistance you got financial yeah, assistance yeah. uh psychological emotional spiritual you know what i'm saying so yeah this is you know we talking about mental health and, and mental help this is this is not just uh, of course you know you you giving a dollar or two to somebody this is about you and, and you reaching out type deal this is okay i you, y'all know me the angle of that question for me anyway is that what you meant right but the, see so and that's why i actually meant both both okay, of what okay. you guys are talking about when i initially started with assistance it was like any type of assistance. like some people don't like to ask for the, like they'll drive around lost for 40 minutes because they didn't want to stop and fucking ask for directions like you don't have to worry about that too much anymore because you got maps but i knew, i used to know people that had maps on their phone that would not you, pull it up yeah. because they think, oh, no, nah, I'm a man. I know my directions. I, <laughs> this phone literally will tell you step by step how to get there, but they don't. But then also, but like I said, when we were talking about uh, Omar, I, uh, Michael Michael Williams. Michael K. Williams. Michael yeah. K. When we were talking about uh, him, it, it made me, you know, uh, made me think of mental health because that's something I've been thinking about a little bit lately. Like people, mental health, people need to take care of themselves mentally uh, too. And then we heard about him, uh, ODN. We talked about DMX, ODN. Mm. And then it's like, man, even once they realize that they need help, like, are, are they, uh, like, do they, or are they hesitant to ask for assistance? Yeah. So it kind of. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a manic depressant and I have anxiety. It's hereditary. Mm-hmm. It's just my mom had it. My brother has it. I have it. Grandma had it. Whatever. Right. But if you're, you're perceived as a man, as a husband with kids, like it's hard for you to be able to ask for help and show weakness. So you have your boys, right? Mm-hmm. But back in the day, you wouldn't talk about it because they'd be like, what are you, gay? Right. Yeah. And, and then now it's like you struggle with it, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, you know, I'm on the road so many days a week. I'm missing my kids. But it's like one hand, it's like, hey, I'm doing this. I, got, I actually got a raise and a big raise to do some of this stuff now. But it's like, hey, does like, which one do you pick? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's hard. So and then and then like when you come home and it's just like you're home, but and then and then, and then all of a sudden you're like, are you making the right decisions? And then you're working a lot of hours, you're exhausted, and you feel like you're on the outside looking in, and you feel like you feel like you're fucked no matter what you do, whether okay. you, whether you work a lot or whether, whether you miss time with your kids. Because I didn't have a father growing up till my mom got remarried at seventeen, so I'm like, fuck. But I'm home every Friday night to watch my son's game. Mm-hmm. make sure i'm there if they were other kids involved in sports and i would be there but it, it, it it's di- it's difficult because you want to try to give them a better life than what you had but they don't understand that their life is better than what you had because they didn't experience what you experienced <laughs> right mm. oh and that's hard that's a catch-22 trying to figure that out I trying moved, to figure out that balance yeah i moved 27 times by the time i was 18 we were homeless for a little bit living in the car but you can't tell right because you know either your environment becomes you or you break out for learn from your environment right mm-hmm. mental health is very 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 like uh something that like i go through a ton 
you know, my my pops died. And I still, I'm still, I just, I can't watch certain things, or I'm just crushed, so I can't get past it. And it's just like you think about all the times you didn't go down and see him, and you start punishing yourself, and you feel weak. And it's like you just got to get up and get out of bed, and keep going. Mondo always says this about me. He's like, I don't know how you do what you do. It's just like I just don't know. I don't know how else to do it. Listen, man, you got to use your support system. And, and I have a very great support system. I really do. I have, I have Mondo, and we talked the other day, and then and AP, and then Moy. Moy's a lot more like me because he struggles with like not being home with his three kids, working a lot, and then so and then you're able to find those balances with them. But you have to find something. You have to be selfish, and that's the hardest part of me being selfish. I, you know, me being selfish is eating out by myself, right? You know, like Taco Bell in the driveway. Mm-hmm. But now, like you know, like. I don't even do the things I, I used to do. I still do these shows, you know, because I said ah, I'm going to be home on Sundays to make sure I, I fulfill my commitments. But there was still something that I do for myself. Mm. And you feel like everything you do is for everybody else. And it makes you feel like you're alone because it's, 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 it's not to go on a tangent, but it makes you feel like if somebody needs something, you're always there for them. But what happens with men a lot of times is, and all of a sudden when you need something, you feel like no one's around. Because everybody's busy with their life. You know how you can tell if you're talking to somebody who doesn't, who's selfish, is say that you're going through something. Oh, I know how you feel. And then they just start talking. You're like, all right, bet. I'm done, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, only time, you know, usually you just try to ask as much as you can. But, you know, the best way to be there for somebody is just let them know that you're there. I think uh, mentally, when it comes down to it, since we're in the smoke break, I think that everybody should just take a minute for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't you can't fulfill everybody else's dreams all the time. Like I do comedy. I've been on the stage. Like I've made huge connections with people. And it's that one moment. That one moment. And that's all that that's it. And I've made so many friends through that. And I'm talking so many. And I think that mental health, I think everybody has it that they need it, you know what I mean? That they need mental health. So, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm just retarded. Everybody but definitely has mental health. Yeah, everybody <laughs> has mental health and, myth- and, and, good, and mental health issues. Well, this is one of those things oh, that, you know. I don't know about that. Well, you know. Nah, ain't, no, ain't nobody out here running around without it, bro. Sometimes you can't. You can't. When I hear the phrase mental health issues, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you there are people running around What here. do you mean when you say that? Do you want me like to angry? really tell you this or – yeah, nigga, I asked what? Angry? Well, what do you mean when you say? Okay, what I say is, is this. I'm a back BJ up. Ooh. Like, what's my mental health <laughs> what's, my, what's my mental health issue? I, no, oh, no, no, no. Whether you can Ooh. admit it or not I'm is on you. I'm asking you. I, I don't know your mental health issue I'm telling you because I don't have I've one. never. No, you're telling me you don't have one? I'm telling you, you do. What is it? I can't tell you that, well, that you're going to accept. Up, you can't tell me what it is. You can't tell me You're I controlling. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't think that's an issue. You no, and see that's the reason why you're not. I didn't. I didn't want to tell you. You don't think your issues are going to be your issues. People have to accept what issue they have. And if you don't accept the issue you have, then you're going to say that everything's cool because you said it was cool. You're looking. I don't think out. me being controlling is an issue though. I think oh, no, no. Self reflection is something that I think that's kind of how he's worded like sometimes you have to do self-reflection if you can't look in the mirror agree if you can't look in the mirror i don't think everyone has a mental health issue i i know and i agree for the most part because only only reason i agree with the is because is ap who is my brother inside out i've never 
in almost 10 years I've been around him, never seen him, even through the worst situations, he's just straight positive. And like me, like I'm a pessimist. Okay, but what is he keeping in here? No, like no. no, Here's the deal. There's no secrets. You don't know, and you have no idea. You're just assuming that he's keeping something. I'm assuming that the life of every person has something that's called life that they're going to keep inside them and not just give to you. Fair enough. That don't make it a mental issue. It could lead. That doesn't mean I got a secret I want you to know about. It could. It could lead to that. Yes, it could. But you said it does, and I'm saying I'm I don't telling agree you, with I that. don't think I don't think anybody in life goes through a 100. percent It was all good life. I don't I don't I see didn't that. Say that either. That's why I asked you. What do you mean when you say mental health issues? That, that's what I mean. If you did have a mental health issue, I would say that is that you don't have you don't take enough time out for yourself. I think that would be your mental health issue. Are you talking about me? Yeah. If, if, if I say, <laughs> if I wasn't saying you had a mental health issue, is you don't have enough time for yourself. I mean, yeah, because look at your feet. I mean, take your time. And still showing up late. I, I, all, I, all I care about is, is practical stuff. Oh, shit. My feet, look, my, they still work, whether they look good or but not. I, and I'll tell you a story. I told Mondo this the other day. I was like, there's days Sunday comes. I don't want to fucking do this at all. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to fuck. I love all. I just like. I just want to fucking be left alone. Yeah, I want to be in my room. But then once we get going, I was like, yeah, that's why I want to be here. Yeah, we actually. This is weird. That kind of full circle. We talked about like to me. This is this is the break. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Versus the week. You know what I'm saying of right. whatever you was going through at home. I haven't had. I haven't uh, thought about anything. Not work. Not nothing except for just being in this moment with you guys. And we here. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. there's days I'm just like, fuck. I gotta get this done. Do that. And I'm just like, no. I'm just gonna hang out with these guys and actually enjoy my life. And there it is. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy this hour yeah, too so that we have. You guys so. have helped me. Like AP saved me when we started doing the podcast because I couldn't escape the negativity in my head. And then, I, and then you know, we stopped that one, and I, I was lost forever. It's like, well, I had nowhere. And then you know, I have this show. And and I, I just it helps me so much just to like get away for a couple hours. This I mean, is all the depends my on, mental release as well. I mean, it all depends on what time Q gets here when we start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind, I got to take my ass to work. God damn it. I mean, oh, my thing shit. is. Yeah, I got to go. My thing is oh. this, bros. To end it off, you know, I'm dealing with a lot with, with, with the kids. And my son want to do one thing. My daughter want to do another. But I can tell you this much. Mentally, I think that everybody has some type of mental issues. I'm not straying away from that. I'm going to stick with my statement because I know it to be true. Some type. I'm not saying it's good. But I'm not saying it's bad. Don't know it to be true. <laughs> no, I do know that everyone has mental issues at some point in okay. their life. Okay. I do know that to be true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but it's just like how you deal with them. It's not how you fall. It's how you get up. And I trust me, I could have told y'all, y'all already know my background, but I ain't gonna put it out there. I could I should not be here now. My mental issues should have took me out a long time ago. So Well, I'm happy you didn't, T. I'm, I'm happy, happy, it didn't I'm happy you are still here. <laughs> so. All right, well that that is we're gonna wrap up the smoke break. Mine don't do gotta get to work. I gotta, know, gotta make that money. Boy, some bullshit. Uh, look, I guess I guess I must have <laughs> forgot to tell my wife that we were doing two episodes today. Because so you didn't got text messages? Oh, yep. She's trying to figure out when I was going to be. She thought I was going to be home 15 minutes ago. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, you showed up here 20 minutes late. It's all good. So fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> and that way she knows the truth. <laughs> anyway, so that's what we got. Final thoughts, guys? 
Uh, be careful. Be safe. Uh, right on for listening. You guys are always awesome. If you do have mental health issues, hey, man, reach out to somebody. Uh, it's nothing wrong with it, man. Uh, talk to somebody. Uh, don't be alone because uh, sometimes the worst place to be is alone by yourself. So so reach out, man. People are here. I'm going to go ahead and agree with M. Dota on this one. If you got somebody you need to talk to, you need to talk to them. Like if even sometimes it is yourself, but be glad with what you see in the mirror. That's the most important person in your life is the person you see in the mirror. So do good. If you got any more questions for us or whatever, let us know. Thanks for listening. And we're going to throw it to the birthday boy. We're going to throw it to Money Q. Yeah. Good episode, guys, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, timed it out right. I'm glad I got to do it right after my birthday. Uh, as always, thanks, everybody, for tuning in every week, uh, listening to us. Uh, go at it. Um, and, yeah, with the mental health, guys, it don't. don't don't hesitate to ask for assistance. Uh, you got your friends, you got your support, you got your family. I mean, you even got people out there that, that you know, professionals that you don't know if you don't want to, you know, talk to, to someone that's close to home. So, I'll be listening to Dr. Phil. Yeah, don't, don't, don't be, don't be afraid to ask for assistance, guys. It's not, not less than manly. Um, and, and that's what we got, man. Uh, you know, uh, one, one more, one more week in the books. Oh, 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 oh. We are not the same, I put that on my name, we build way different I be with the gang or I be in my lane and my kids keep shifting We are not the same, I put that on my name, we build way different Way different, way different, way, way different, way different Y'all and when it all falls down, I'll be standing here No smoking mirrors, see my image when the panic clear I had to face them, I erased all of my damaged fears My family and my homies know the boy done been the man for years Yeah, respect what I demand from peers Wipe my tears, now I'm shining like a chandelier In comfy clothes and heated seats, look how we land a leer They ask me what I'm about to do when I already planned a year Yo, I'm the definition of grind Definition of work, definition of mind Power and I bloom like a flower soon as I rhyme I ain't need a watch, I could tell that it was my time It's valuable, my morals ain't malleable I remind, did it without a label I'm counting these dollar signs without signing dotted lines I'm not even in my prime Focused upon the future, no need to look what's behind I'm safe uh, We are not the same, I put that on my name We build way different uh, I be with the gang or I be in my lane And my kids keep shifting All right, guys. Thank you, sir.